I'm Marianne Kolbesak McGee, Executive Editor at Information Security Media Group. Today I'm speaking with Larry Whiteside, who recently joined health IT technology and services vendor Greenway Health as CISO. Larry joins Greenway after serving in security leadership roles at several organizations across different industries. So now, Larry, please describe briefly why you decided to join Greenway and what do you hope to bring to the company? That's an interesting question. Um, I really decided to join Greenway for a couple of reasons. One, I'm very familiar with the healthcare space. And so having such familiarity with the healthcare space, it was interesting to me the challenge being on sort of a different side of that space as it relates to healthcare technology. Having been on the provider side for a while and the payer side, being on the technology side and servicing those entities brought a different challenge that I wanted to sort of challenge myself with. So now that you've joined Greenway, what are some of the top cybersecurity priorities that you have set for the company this year and looking ahead? One of my number one priorities that I have is visibility. In a healthcare technology company, and you're on this side of the fence, as I like to call it, because you're servicing customers who are dependent on your technology for their livelihood as well as the health and care of their patients, it brings a different level of rigor than what you deal with in a lot of organizations. And so for me, visibility into all aspects of all technology systems and data that we use that impacts our customers and their customers is a number one priority for me since I came on board and going forward. Because as an innovative company in the healthcare information technology space, we're constantly moving forward with trying to innovate and find new ways to meet our customers' needs. So that continues to push and challenge me to find innovative new ways to enable us to continue to do that in a more secure manner. Now, Larry, you mentioned customers depending on the company. In 2017, Greenway did suffer a ransomware attack that affected several hundred of its doctor practices that use the company's cloud-based EHR and practice management system. I realize that you weren't at the company at the time of the attack, but based on what you know about the incident and other cyber attacks that we see on vendors like Greenway and others that provide vital data services to healthcare entities, what are the important lessons here, do you think? So the important lessons from that attack and from all the ones that we see on a regular basis are a couple of things. One is mean time to detection. Having the visibility to detect incidents as quickly as possible so that you can minimize impact. Because the reality is we can't stop incidents from happening. Our goal is to minimize the impact as much as possible. So the quicker you can see it and identify that something bad is happening, and the quicker you can mitigate. So mean time to detection and mean time to remediation are two things that I'm really focusing on. So we do exercises and things of that nature to ensure that based on different scenarios, we are prepared to respond and recover from uh, different types of incidents that we experience. And Larry, when it comes to detection and remediation of attacks, anything in particular in terms of promising technologies that you think would be helpful for Greenway or that are underutilized in the healthcare sector right now that could help improve the security posture? Yeah, one one big one is what's called endpoint detection and response or EDR tools. Um, There are a number of different vendors that play in that space, and there are more that are growing. A lot of your traditional 
AV vendors uh, or endpoint security vendors as a whole are starting to add this type of capability. And what it does is as an incident is identified on a particular host, whether it be an endpoint, whether it be a server, this EDR tool gives you the ability to isolate the event so that it doesn't begin to spread and impact other parts of your environment. And so that's, a, from my standpoint, a very critical tool in, in our tool set that we use in today's landscape. How about when it comes to remediation? Yeah, now the remediation part is a little bit more difficult because it really depends on the type of incident. Um, remediation really comes down to preparedness. How prepared are you as an organization to recover from an incident? Do you have good backups? Do you have good processes and procedures? Do you have a disaster recovery solution in place where you can get back operational faster? And so there are a whole lot of things as it relates to remediation and recovery that goes beyond the technology piece and really is about good processes, good procedures, and having all of those things really spelled out and tested operationally so that you can not spend a lot of time spinning your wheels trying to figure out what to do, but you are spending your time efficiently because you already know what to do and you're taking action upon it. So now, Larry, as I mentioned earlier, you've played security leadership roles at organizations in other industries outside of the healthcare sector. Any top lesson that you think that the healthcare sector needs to learn from some of the other industries that you've worked in that you think is something that the healthcare sector just doesn't seem to do enough of? Well, the challenge is healthcare is now starting to take it a lot more seriously than it had over the last 10 years or so. But one of the things that healthcare has got to start doing, and I'm starting to see and hear about it a lot more, is number one, invest in security and recognize that it's a strategic, important part of your business to be successful moving forward. Number two is to really build the rigor, right? So I, I talked about the processes and procedures to support remediation. Well, there are a number of other processes and procedures that you should have in place as an organization to help ensure that you've got a good overall cybersecurity function and program. There's awareness and training. Make sure that your people are aware because no matter how many people you have in your security team, at the end of the day, every individual has some aspect of responsibility. So making sure that you are educating your staff on their roles and responsibilities in that space. Getting visibility, making sure that security is a part of every conversation as it relates to data and technology to ensure that they're able to give their point of view and have a, I'll say a a piece of the conversation be at the table when decisions are made uh, strategically or operationally on how the organization is gonna move. Because what organizations in healthcare are really learning, unfortunately, the hard way, is that if you make certain operational or strategic decisions without bringing security to the table, the potential impact, because you didn't have someone there thinking about risk and risk mitigation based on those decisions, the long-term impact is far more difficult to recover from. As we look ahead to this year, what do you think will be the top cybersecurity challenge that will be facing the healthcare sector? The number one challenge that impacts security is really data, right? And data then, the challenge around the data then, I'll say, spiders out into a, a, a many different ways. But I'll focus on a couple. 
So one, if you think about healthcare and you think about the data that gets collected in order to deliver care across the entire spectrum of healthcare from patient care all the way up to uh, reimbursement and payment with the government or insurers, all of that data lives somewhere. And organizations have to identify what are the access points to ensure that the right people have the right access. Well, at the same time, that data is becoming highly valuable because there are so many different uses that attackers can utilize that data for. So that data growing and growing in size and growing in value continues to exacerbate the challenge that cybersecurity teams have in trying to ensure that the right people have the right access and that you're getting rid of it when you don't need to have it. Because a lot of organizations run into the problem of they're keeping more data than they should, which then increases the risk because now you've got a lot of data that you shouldn't, and so attackers are potentially targeting you even more. Thanks, Larry. I've been speaking to Larry Whiteside. I'm Marianne Kolbesak-McGee of Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.